Hey everyone and welcome back to Tickled Pink. I hope that everybody had a great weekend. It has been hot as hell here where I live. It has been in the 90s this whole weekend. And if you hear a little buzz in the background, that is the fan. Um, I'm trying to tune it out a little bit, but it is hot as hell in here. It is after 10 and it is still 80 something degrees. Ooh, it is hot. <laughs> um, I just wanted to get on here because I wanted to talk about the craziest things that I have done for love. And if my friends know me and everybody knows me, I am a sucker for love. I am a romance person. So it's so funny to me because when I think about some of the things that I've done for love, it <laughs> now after the fact that it's all said and done, I'm kind of like, girl, what the, what the hell are you thinking? I like to write a lot. So I write in a journal a lot so some of the things that I write I reread you know after it's been a year or two or something like that so I reread you know my thoughts at a, at certain points in my life and some of the things that I wrote now I'm just like wow wow <laughs> you know and it's crazy because when you love someone and you care about them you tend to use your heart and not your brain and while you're in it at the time it sounds like a good idea and then after the fact you're kind of like girl what the fuck were you thinking and I've had a lot of those moments because when I'm in I'm all in and it's crazy because you want to like you want your brain and your heart to catch up and then it's like a constant battle of the two, like your your heart and then your common sense. And, you know, I've always been kind of low-key jealous of the people who can use both because, like I said, when I care about someone, I'm all in. I'm in. And after the fact, I kind of see, you know, where things went wrong or where the signs that I missed or just was so blinded by my feelings and my heart and love that I look at them after the fact and I'm like damn you know that sign was right there in your face how'd you use your brain and you know I used to get down on myself kind of like okay like why were you being stupid but I I like to think that now it is a lesson learned so some of the things that I've done the craziest things that I've done for love um one time I flew to another state <laughs> um to be with someone um that I cared about a lot and that was probably the first craziest thing I did because I was about 18 or 19 years old and I remember I had never flew out <laughs> did the fly out thing and I'd never spent the night with anyone so that was all new to me you know and those feelings were all there and it just seemed like the logical thing to do and then when I look back I was just like girl what were you thinking you're 18 19 years old you know going flying somewhere and you know thinking that it was going to be a happily ever after at 18 or 19 but again I was only 18 so you know I chalked that up to the game and then I want to say maybe one of the I wouldn't even call this crazy. I would probably say now that I think about it, now that I'm out of that situation, but at the time when I was in it, it didn't sound crazy and dumb. It just, now it's dumb as hell. <laughs> and I'm willing to admit that now, but a few years ago, 
I was going through something and you know I was on Twitter and you know how you're you've been on Twitter for years and it's always those people on your timeline that you talk to all the time but you don't you've never like met them what well, was one of those situations and the more and more I talked to this person the more and more I started to have these feelings because it went beyond just you know talking hey how are you that kind of thing and it was you know at least on my end it was genuine feelings I don't know now out like thinking outside of that situation that I was in I don't know now if when I was in it it was because I was going through something and that person was just there but regardless of how it happened I feel like my intentions were pure and it's when I think about it when I read that portion of my journal like from that time I was really really sad and it was just crazy to me because it wasn't something that happened overnight it was it was a gradual thing it went from hey how are you I asked a question on the timeline and then they hopped in my dms and then every you know once in a while we'd hey how are you you know back and forth every once in a while and then just one day it went from dms to texting and again it wasn't anything you know serious it was just like hey like what's up you know getting basically getting to know each other with no intentions of anything because again we lived in a different we were not in the same state and so the more and more i started talking talking to this person and the more and more i started to be like dang you know like i really like talking to this person and then it slowly started to develop into more than just oh I like talking to this person and then one day I was getting irritated at my own feelings because I was just I had the butterflies and I just I was getting irritated because I hadn't felt that in a long time and I was trying to tell myself oh you know it's nothing and you just like talking to them and you know they're just there type of thing and so one day you know he was kind of like what you like what's wrong you know because again we had text all the time like it was constant texting at that point like he could pretty much tell my moods my tones everything in text and you know like we had facetime it wasn't a catfish situation <laughs> we had facetime a few times talked on the phone things like that but it was like one night i just was hella in my feelings and he noticed and i just laid it all out on the line in a text and I just remember I typed it out on my notes and then I copied and pasted it and then it was one of those things where I where I sent it and instantly regretted it and wished that I could take it back because I was like oh my god oh my god and so when I sent it I put my phone down you know face down because I felt like it was a risky ass text excuse me to send and I waited for the reply and it seemed like it was hours and I was so nervous on like the reply and then the reply was wasn't what I wanted so I felt kind of salty in a way because you know he wasn't like you know he didn't reciprocate it back and so I felt really stupid and I was kind of in my feelings for a few days and you know, it was still like, oh, you know, I care about you and I do, you know, it was like, I don't know. And I took it as, okay, you know, he's just being nice because of what I said. And then I thought to myself, you're crazy. Like he lives in a whole different state. You've never like physically like met up with him. And you know, like, what are you doing? 
But again, it was my feelings. It was my heart. It was that telling me like, you know, I love this person. And I felt like for the first time in a long time, it wasn't just, oh, you meet, we're together, boom. It was a genuine like friendship, then it turned into more. And at the time I was like, oh man, like I've never had this. And it was like the greatest feeling ever. So when I sent that text, it was kind of like, you know, like I had just, my heart had been ripped out. And I, I felt, I felt stupid. I felt embarrassed and I didn't really know how to talk to them for a few days after that because like I said, I was embarrassed. And then following that, and this is where I started to become a little dumb. <laughs> he, you know, mentioned certain things that, you know, that he liked or wanted, you know, his birthday was coming up. So it was like, Oh, I got you. I got you. And it was kind of like, I was trying to prove to him because I wasn't physically in the same state. I was trying to show him like, this is how much I care, you know? And in a way, looking back, I was being dumb because I was trying to provide material things because I wasn't there. And now that I'm out of it and now that obviously I've thought about it, my feelings aren't there anymore. I was really trying to like, I guess you could say buy his affection, show him that I cared. You know what I mean? And then it's like the, the major red flag was that it had been years and we never like met up and like where he lived, my family is from there. So it's like, there was really no excuse why we shouldn't have met up because you know I mean granted like my family lives probably four to five hours away from where he was but still there was like no excuse and again I was in it I was so in love <laughs> I didn't think that it was odd I didn't think you know that that wasn't a major red flag and he eventually um he eventually met someone and I was crushed. I'm not going to lie. I was crushed. And then, you know, to make myself look even silly, even more silly, I acted, I kind of, you know, I let that jealousy show because again, we talked all the time and I considered him like a really, really good friend. So I felt like that part of me, I didn't have to hold back a little bit, but at the same time, I looked like a jealous ex-girlfriend and you know, it took me a minute to kind of like get over that and be like, damn, you know, you made yourself look a fool. But again, it was my emotions. I wasn't thinking clearly. I was so into it and felt like he had betrayed me kind of like, you know, I was there. I bought these things for you and, you know, and then here comes this girl. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was kicked to the curb and I felt horrible, like, I was in my feelings for a little bit and then you know once I got out of my feelings I kind of thought dang you know like my grandma used to always tell me you know never never buy a man's shoes because you know he'll walk out of your life and then and I used to be like oh grandma you know at her sayings and stuff like that but it made sense like after that situation it made a lot of sense like I had learned my lesson on that and that's probably one of the dumbest things that I did for someone that you know I loved or that I cared so much about and looking back again that was that was a lesson that was a lesson to learn that you know you shouldn't have to buy someone's affection you shouldn't have to 
provide them with gifts all the time, you know, because in a way, again, you're buying their affection. And then if they're that type of person, I'm not saying that he was, but if they're that kind of person, they will use that to their advantage because they know that you care, you know, and again, I, I felt dumb. And then for the longest time, I really didn't have anything to say to that person. I was bitter. I was upset, you know, and I felt like I had every right to be upset. Like, how could you do this to me? And then I finally just let it go. And I stopped, you know, letting that control my emotions because, you know, again, it was a lesson learned. It was a lesson that I needed to learn because I'm a very, very giving person. Like when I care, I will give you my last $5 if you needed it. If you came to me crying and said, oh my gosh, I need this. I need this. I would do it. No questions asked, you know, and it's a good thing. But then another, it's a, it's also a bad thing too, because people will see that and use that to their advantage. So I would say, you know, that was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done for somebody that I loved. But I would say that I think the craziest, craziest thing I did for somebody I loved was, and this is, to me, this was probably worse than the money that I spent on that person. Um, I think the craziest thing that I did was try to change myself for somebody else you know and it's like fuck the money fuck the gifts that I gave to this other person but the previous person before him that I was in a relationship with I try to change myself for him and I think that that is probably the craziest and dumbest thing that I've ever done for love like I you know kind of wanted to be that perfect girl for him and again we dated from when I was 19 years old up until I was 27 I was a baby <laughs> you know I was a baby and it was like that that was my forever you know that's what I thought at the time and I thought okay if I need to keep him then I need to change certain things and you know in relationships it's always good to compromise or you know things that you can compromise for that person but I felt like I was com like changing completely for him to fit that mold of the person that he wanted. And I was losing myself trying to make him happy. I was trying to, you know, be that girl I thought he wanted. And I was not happy. I was not happy at all, but I would just smile through it and say, oh, this is what he wanted. This is a compromise. And I, I can deal with you know, spending money on someone and them not reciprocating that because I can always make that money back or, you know, just let that go. But when it comes to changing myself for someone, you know, to me, that means more because I'm letting that person, you know, tell me that I'm not good enough. And I think that was the biggest thing because Again, we were together for a long time. And after a while, I felt like, okay, I'm not the girl that he wants anymore. So what do I need to do to change that? What do I need to do to make him stay? And it started out like small, you know, like little things. And, you know, when we first met, I was, uh, I was just a carefree little 19 year old and, I don't do this. I don't do that. You know, I was very, uh, 
I stood my ground on what I would put up with and what I wouldn't. And then of course, then he got me. And then of course the feelings and all the love happened and all of that slowly started to go away. Things I said, oh, I would never, you know, I started doing, you know, there are certain things about me that he knew that I wouldn't change. And then I slowly started to see myself doing that to please him and wasn't getting anything in return. And then I would get upset because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm doing everything that you want me to do. I'm being that girl you want me to be. And you know, at the time I'm again, I'm not a confrontational person at all. And I, I look, I look back on that situation and I'm just like, man, if I could tell myself <laughs> the things that I know now that I was trying to do like 10 years ago, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed. I wouldn't have done those things because here I am sitting there trying to change myself and things about myself and my personality to make someone else happy or to keep him. Again, I was like, oh, I can't see myself with anyone else. I can't, I won't ever. And I would just lay there because we lived together. I would just lay there in the middle of the night and just think to myself, like, what are you doing? And that was my brain telling me, girl, like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not you. But then my heart would be like, oh, no, but you love him. You want to make this work. You have to make this work. And my heart won every single time. And I I just did a whole bunch of things that I just did not want to do. I would, you know, I would cry when he wasn't looking. And again, I wasn't a confrontational person. And so I would just hold it in and I wouldn't say anything. And then when smaller things happened, I would snap and I would get upset. And then he'd be confused, like, what the hell is going on? Why is she so upset over something this minor? And it was because I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with not being quote unquote perfect. And I was upset with him not noticing that. And then I was more upset with myself because I was doing this for someone else who didn't even pay attention to it and didn't even care. So I think that's probably one of the craziest and dumbest things that I've done that I believe trumps them all because again, I was starting to change myself for someone else. And that's probably the craziest thing, at least me personally, that I can say that I've done for somebody that I loved. And after that situation, you know how they're, how everybody's like, oh, you know, you learn from your past mistakes and stuff like that. And again, it took me a long time to mourn that relationship to learn the lessons and things that I now try to apply to other areas of my life and you know I mean it was it was hard to to get out of that and at the end of the day I just feel like I'm not gonna do that anymore I'm not gonna <laughs> buy someone gifts and do all of that and you know try to get their affection and show them that I care by just always spending money that you know could be used for other things and that's something that I learned from that like not to do that and me personally I'm a giver and so it's not about me giving the gift and expecting something back or every single time it's not even about that but you know after a while just started you know I started to feel a little under underappreciated and again it was the why is this not working then with my past relationship I learned to never change who I am for anybody because what was the point it only ended up hurting me and upsetting myself 
because I knew that that wasn't me. The way I was acting was not me. And I, I hated it and I hated myself for it. I hated that I felt that I needed to do that to keep someone. And there are certain things that everybody in their life can work on. There are, you know, everybody can work on something within themselves. And I know for a fact that there are certain things that I need to <laughs> get under control. And one thing, like I said, is that I'm not going to change how I am or who I am for anyone, especially for a man. And that is the biggest lesson I took away from that. And basically not to blame myself because if I felt that I needed to change who I was, then that person wasn't the right one for me. So that's all I had to say on that topic. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.